Let's uh, turn in our Bibles to the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 7. If you don't have a Bible or didn't bring a Bible, there should be some Bibles uh, on the chair racks in front of you. Please feel free to use that. Yeah, if you don't own a Bible, please then consider that our gift to you this morning. We're going to read from the Gospel of Matthew. Matthew is the first book in the New Testament. So when you open the Bible in the middle, turn right, and you'll end up in Matthew. Matthew chapter 7, the big numbers are chapter numbers, and then the small numbers are verse numbers. So we're looking for Matthew 7, verse 24. Uh, kids, did you know that Jesus was a preacher? Uh, he didn't wear a suit and tie, and no one called him pastor when he was on earth, but he was a preacher, and he loved preaching. Actually, Jesus did many things when he was on earth. Uh, he healed people, he cast out demons, uh, he caused a storm to become silent again. But Jesus' favorite thing to do was not the miracles but it was preaching. He loved to tell people about God, about his Father, and how we could know God and love him as well. The most famous sermon in the Bible is called the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus went up on this mountain, and tons of people came to him and sat down all around him, overlooking the Sea of Galilee. And on that mountain, Jesus preached to them about the kingdom of God. And at the end of the sermon, all the way at the end of three chapters long in our Bibles, Jesus told his listeners a story. And that's a story we're going to read this morning, Matthew 7, verse 24. Now, before we read, I need your help because we're reading about a storm, and I want us to kind of have an idea of what it's like. So, when you hear the word rain, I want you to do this. Make some rain with your hands on your lap. Can you all do that? And, okay, when you hear the word flood, just go like this. Like the water's rising higher and higher and higher. Really high flood and a little lower flood and medium flood. Excellent. Wow. And then if you hear the word wind, what do you do? Excellent. Let's practice. Um, flood. Rain. Wind. All right, you're ready to go. Matthew 7, verse 24. Pay attention for those words. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat on the house. But... It did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rains fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell. And great was the fall of it. Let's pray together. Lord, we have come to hear from you this morning. We've read from your word, and now we ask, Lord, that you would open our eyes 
and our ears, and most importantly, our hearts, that we would hear from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I brought something, and I was curious if any of the kids can tell me what this is. Can anyone tell me what in the world this is? Raise your hand. Any of the kids? Some adults know too, but I'm asking the kids. Yes. Yeah. A blueprint. Yes. And when do you use a blueprint, kids? Yeah. To build a building. Very good. If you want to build a house, you are starting on a very difficult task. And so you don't just want to put up four walls and a roof and call it quits. You want to make sure you're well prepared. You want to measure things right. You want to make the right calculations. And so that everything is drawn out before you start on this big project of building a house. Jesus was a carpenter by trade. His father was a carpenter. And Jesus knew all the work it took to build a house like this. But Jesus was also a master storyteller. And so at the end of his sermon, he said to all the listeners, I want to tell you a story about two men who set out to build a house. Two guys bought a piece of land right next to each other, and they each started working on their house. And if we would have seen the construction site while they were in progress, we would have seen something very, very interesting. If we would go over to the one construction site, we would have seen the guy there with a big hammer pounding away at the house and then had some smaller hammers too, trying to put together the framework for the house. And we could see the framework kind of emerging and we could see the rough shape of the house. And we thought, oh, that looks like a house. He's, he's well on his way. And if we would have gone over to the other construction site, just a stone's throw away, we would have seen the guy not with a hammer, but with a shovel. The guy was digging in the dirt. There was no framework set up, nothing of a, a wooden kind of rough outline of a house. This guy was digging a hole, a very big hole. And we would have wondered, well, what's going on? Doesn't he want to build a house? Well, the guy with the shovel wanted to go down before he went up. He wanted to dig a hole so deep that he hit rock bottom, that he hit the big foundation stone, and then he would start building his house. You know, these two guys were both building very different strategies, you could say, and maybe we would have said, well, the guy with the hammer is a little more efficient. You know, time is money after all. This actually looks like an actual house. This guy's just here digging a hole. But either way, you know, they did their own thing, and they both finished up their house. And the final product is two beautiful, brand new houses right next to each other. They look almost identical. And if we would have gone to the construction site at the end of the project, we would have seen it looking just immaculate. Shiny windows. We could have smelled the fresh coat of paint still in the air. Everything looked great until the storm came. 
Jesus talks about a big storm, not just a blustery day with some rain showers here and there. Now he talked about a big storm with the rain that fell, the floods that came, the winds that blew, the rain that fell harder, and the floods that rose even higher, and the wind that blew. A huge hurricane-like storm. And all of a sudden, the houses that looked so similar did not look so similar anymore. The first house, the guy with the shovel digging down deep and then going up, that house survived the storm. It was built on a solid foundation. And so when the storm came, he was safe. But the second house didn't end up as well. This guy who had started so quickly on building the house and he wanted to use his hammer quickly and build the framework, when the rains came and the floods rose and the winds blew, this guy's house did not stand the storm. It collapsed. Look with me in verse 27. Jesus says, it fell and great was the fall of it. Well, think about what a tragedy that was. This person had spent all, you know, weeks, months working on this house, both of them, but this guy was just quickly finishing things up, but it was a big project. And he just finished painting and putting his plates and his cups in the cupboard and his silverware in the drawer, ready for a good night's sleep. And all that work in one night and one storm went away. Two houses, two builders, two very different outcomes after the storm. One man's house stood. The other person lost everything. So what's Jesus doing? Given his background in carpentry, is Jesus just giving us tips on how to build a house? Giving some points for strategy if you ever embark on that huge task of building your own house? No. Jesus is talking about something much deeper than that. The crowd realized that too. Read with me in verse 28. The crowds were astonished at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one who had authority and not as their scribes. You see, people went to the synagogue every week. They heard sermons. They heard the, the scribes and the Pharisees preach week in, week out. And most of the sermons were complicated and some were even a little boring. But when Jesus preached, it was unlike anyone else. The people who heard Jesus said, you know what? What Jesus says makes sense. And not just here, it makes sense in here too. And as Jesus was speaking, some of them might have nudged each other and said, you know, I don't think he's talking about actual houses. I think he's talking about us. And they would have been absolutely right. Jesus wasn't talking about actual houses. They were a picture of our lives, a picture of everyone who listens to Jesus. Jesus says it twice in verse 24 and in verse 26. He's talking about everyone who hears my words. Everyone who listens to Jesus back then on the mountain as Jesus was speaking, but also now, all of us who hear Jesus' words when we come to church or when we're in school or anywhere else, 
And Jesus says to us that just like the houses, we come to find what the foundation is of our lives when the rain falls and the floods rise and the winds blow against our house. Just like those two houses, our foundation is revealed when the storms of life come. You know, kids, we sometimes talk about the storms of life, but all that we really mean with that is difficult things that happen, things in our lives that are trials, grown-ups would say, things that make us sad. Maybe you go to school and it's, it's hard for you to make friends at school, and you, you, you try to you know, make some friends, but it doesn't work so well. Or maybe you had a really good friend, but they moved to a different state because the, the dad of your friend got a different job and, and they moved. And that's difficult too because then you have to make new friends. Or maybe, maybe a grandparent that you knew very well and loved, of course, very much passed away in the last year or so or something happened to them. And that's difficult too. Those are the storms that Jesus is talking about. And adults, that doesn't just go for kids. We all are familiar with trials as well. Difficult things in our lives that we face, that we encounter. You know, if we would go around the room this morning, it would not be hard for us to come up with storms. We're all too familiar, all of us, with the storms of life. I wonder if you know of the rains of regret, or the winds of financial difficulty, or the challenges of raising teens, or of single parenthood, or of caring for aging parents, or a spouse that is very sick. All these things are not uncommon to us. We know what Jesus is talking about. What is difficult for you right now? What is a storm in your life? And Jesus is saying, the question is not, when are storms going to come? Or are storms going to come at all? The question is, when the storms undoubtedly come, what are you going to build your life on? What will you build the house of your life on? What foundation is there underneath your life that holds you up when the storms of life come? You know, many people who listen to Jesus appreciated his stories, and they listened, and they were captivated by it, but a lot of them went away and did their own thing and thought, well, that was an inter interesting story. Let me go on with my life. And Jesus says That's what, that is exactly what it means to build your life on the sand, and what a tragedy that is, that your house, your life looks good on the outside, but one storm comes, and it's a complete chaos and collapse. What a fragile life to live. Maybe you're here this morning and you say, well, if I'm honest, I feel like my life is built on the sand. Sure, I might look okay on the outside. My life, you know, looks polished. I'm here in church. I've, you know, I, I look like I'm one of the crowd. But if I'm honest, my life is built on sand. I've made a mess of my life. And, you know, I'm just trying to keep up sandbags to make sure that the storm comes and doesn't totally collapse my life. If you feel like that this morning, I want you to know I'm glad you're here. 
Because all of us, the Bible says, have built our lives on the sand. All of us have lived for things that do not last, that do not make us happy, that do not give us the stability that we need to weather the storms in our lives. God says in his word that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Not some of us. We are all in the same boat. All of us have built their lives on the sand. And so we need a foundation, a solid rock to build our lives on. And Jesus says to all of us this morning, he says to all the boys and the girls here this morning, and he says to all the men and women here this morning, build your life on me. Believe in me. Follow me. Give me your whole life. And I will give you a stability that can endure the strongest of storms that you face in your life. Do you know what that's like? Have you ever come to Jesus? Have you ever accepted his offer? It's not difficult. He offers it to everyone, to all of us who are here this morning. All he asks us to do is to admit that we've built our, our houses on the sand, that we've lived for ourselves, that we've made ourselves the king of our lives. And we need to confess to the Lord. We need to believe that Jesus came and took that selfishness and that sin upon himself and that on the cross he died where we should have died and he rose again from the dead and when we believe in him and we give our lives to him we commit to him he comes to live in our houses to give us a foundation that will last oh the storms will come in life but he will be that foundation for us jesus says build your life on the rock. Everything else will let you down. Maybe you know from experience that other things in life have let you down. Maybe you don't yet, then you will. Wherever you are, Jesus says, come to me. A real simple story. Two houses, two outcomes. Jesus says, if it's your first time or your one thousandth time come to me again let me be the foundation of your life so that when the rains come and the floods rise and the winds blow you will not be shaken because your life is built on Jesus Christ let's pray together